Hello, besties. Welcome to Martinez with Eddie. It's 2023, and my first guest of 2023 is from Bravo's hottest show right now, Southern Hospitality. She is an amazing ray of light, a sunshine, and a sunflower. I'm going to bring to the stage Lucia Peña from Southern Hospitality. Hello, hello. How are you? How are you, gorgeous? Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so lucky to have you as my first podcast interview. I'm so excited. I started watching Southern Hospitality from day one, as you know. I'm a huge fan of the show. So having you as my first guest, it just, to me, I'm starstruck a little bit. Oh, <laughs> it's mutual. <laughs> I am very curious because I know that you, as myself, are from the tri-state area. You're a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And we, we know we keep it real. You keep it <laughs> hot. Like, we have corners. We don't talk roundabout. <laughs> That's right. So we're going to get into it right now. We're going to get into the tea and into the mess that we have been watching on the show because it's yes. so good. Oh, my yes. gosh. It's so good. Um, to start, I want to know, first off, why do you move to South Carolina out of all the places? So I came to Charleston because I attended Charleston Southern University. I straight out of high school from Manhattan, New York. I went to Murray Bertram High School, class of 2006. Oh, they're like a real shadow would be like that, right? Um, so straight out of high school, New York City, I went down to college, Charleston Southern University, graduated, loved it, stayed. I ended up being in Republic for the last six years, and I have this awesome opportunity. So hell no, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you're staying in Charleston, yep, like for now. For now. <laughs> Good. I love that because, as you know, I'm coming down to Charleston. In a yes, weeks. I cannot wait to host you. <laughs> We're gonna have a good time. So, another very important fact about Lucia is that Lucia Pena is a Dominican Republican girl. Yes. Correct. Yes, I am so, first generation. Yeah, first generation American. My parents came from Dominican Republic. And every summer I went to Abuela's house, you know, Abuela's house in República Dominicana. And I just so love, I'm so blessed that I have that type of opportunity, that culturism during my summers and being in the city and being an Afro-Latina in this space of Bravo. I feel it's a difference, A, because of being a red Latina. Not all of us do look like the Jennifer Lopez. We have our curly hair, more melanin in skin. You know, we have our roots and we're we know our roots come from Africa, you know, and, um, and through our DNA. So um, being an Afro-Latina in this space, I cannot wait to educate and just show that Latinas, we come from such a wide spectrum. Afro-Latinas, we could speak your Spanglish. We could speak your English. <laughs> so I cannot wait to just see what comes from this and definitely standing my truth and my authenticity. And yeah. And that's why, honestly, Lucia, I I love you for that reason. I I am Spaniard and mm-hmm. Colombian, so um, I understand what representation means on TV. But you represent a very specific uh, group on the Latino community, which yeah. sometimes it's not really represented. Like we watch shows, and yeah, they have a Latino in in the show, but it usually looks like Sofia Vergara or yeah. uh, you know, very close to whiteness mm-hmm. but you represent something so amazing 
which is an Afro-Latina. There's a song, there's a song, honey, <laughs> honey. <laughs> claro, you know. So I can't wait to see who else like comes on board and how we can have that great space. And I was able to see how um, the Real House of Dubai, you know, how she's identified as Afro-Latina and just creating that space. And Gabriela from Below Deck, she identifies from an Afro-Latina and just to see our, I can't wait to meet them all. It's just be like our own little sisterhood. And just like that in-betweenness, how we identify with the black population, the black demographic, because we know our roots and we understand that we speak the Spanish language. Amazing. But another important information is that you have a son. You shared yes. that amazing moment with him yes. on the show. <laughs> I was crying when I was watching it because you are such an amazing mother. And I'm very, <laughs> I'm very curious to know, how do you balance life? Like you have life, mother life, work life, and also now you have this life as a bravolet. Yes. So tell me how you balance all of it. All of it. So my all the hats that I wear, I am the assistant manager still at a luxury retail store. I am I work at Republic weeknights and I am an instructor at an instru at a Legree studio form Charleston. And of course, I'm the mother to a now three year old <laughs> wild baby boy, Lucas Henry Peña. And it's just creating that balance and definitely having that support in your village. I'm so thankful that his paternal side lives in Charleston. So he is fifth generation Charlestonian, which también has like that effect of, I want my child to be well-cultured. I want my child to know who he is, to understand he is Afro-Latino. And then he has this fifth generation Charlestonian running through your blood, essentially where America started, you know? Right. So, which we could get back into that. <laughs> <laughs> So raising my child, I definitely lean on my village, having that balance um, and knowing when I could be a little sexy, because if my cup isn't filled, I can't fill up Lucas cup because that's not a good place to, to be at. So I, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and it's very important to remember that sometimes, you know, mothers forget that they are also their own person when they become parents, yes. you know, and they forget that life, you know, as, as, as their own individual doesn't stop. And I love that about you on the show. You showcase that you can still be a mother yes. and still have time for yourself to yes. go and have fun with your friends and have experience and still living your life, but making sure that you are providing and keeping your, your kids safe and making sure that he has a future. So yes. I love that about you. Like, yeah, I'm like so one happy of my that you show that. Yeah, one of my favorite, cool, I mean, not quotes, but one of my things that I love to say and empower women is just, I was a woman first before I was a mother. I've only been the mother for the last three years, you know? Like, I know what it is to be a woman and I can't, and I be damned if I lose that part of me. <laughs> That's right. That's like, honestly, ladies, I mean, listen to what Lucia is saying. <laughs> Don't lose your womanhood. You have to keep that. You yes. have to nurture it. It's just yes. like being a parent. To yourself, yeah. show your your love to yourself. Yeah. That love, that self love, and it trust me, it does pass on. <laughs> I see it with now my very vocal <laughs> three year old son. So as you see, uh, we have some people joining, and oh, people are loving you, loving Aaron. what you're saying. So I just wanted to make sure that you are seeing the love and support yes. that many people are showing you right now. People are watching the show. 
honestly. And this is where we're heading now. We're getting to the to the to the messy part of the show. Let's go for it. <laughs> Let's start with that tea party because that was tea, honey. Very un poquito caliente, right? Ooh. It was hot. So <laughs> I was just the note what sparked it off off was they don't deserve to work here, right? Yes. It off. I was the one that wrote that note. I was the one that wrote that note because that's what I heard my people say about Grace and Mikkel. So I was not wrong. What got out of hand, it was just like Mikkel, of course, got frustrated because um, it was it was just very attacking and it wasn't Grace. It wasn't Grace's moment, essentially. Yes. And we were all told ourselves, like, we're going to put everything aside. This is not the time to discuss anything. And just like that trust was broken. And it I mean, also because of I mean the cause of the game. También. So yep. I understand my fall. I mean, my thing, but every everybody else had things to say. So that's. That was with Betty. And then with him walking off, yeah, the party did resume. But thankfully, he did end up showing up to work because that would have been a whole nother ordeal. Um, and I knew he would because he wouldn't lose the opportunity of not coming back, you know? Yeah. So. And I know you read Will for filth. And I was like, eat him alive. Because, yes, because he was just like, I just wish whatever he was trying to school me on. I just wish you would have chimed in sooner on why didn't you just say it was the game? Why didn't you wrote the why were you the one that wrote it? And I was like, well, y'all were supposed to guess. Things got out of hand. The whole game went to went to flop. And now you a little mad because I'm the one speaking up now. Because look what look at the atrocities that's happened, you know? So, and either way, I speak when I want to, Will. <laughs> That's right. It's your time when you choose it to be, right? So, yeah. I, I love that. I, I, I was watching that tea party scene, and honestly, in that moment, I knew that the drama in the show was going to be hot from there. Yeah. And talking about hot moments, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. Go- uh, uh, there is a question here that I want you to talk about because this is actually interesting. Uh-huh. Somebody wants to know how you feel about Trevor Prince. Trevor. Yeah, putting up the video whole- on IG. Yeah. So, um, Trevor, I understand we all make our mistakes. And I understand we give check and second chances. Trust me, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. But I think in, during that moment, we probably shouldn't have posted um, what the hell we were doing unless it would have came from like one of our accounts. Like Trevor, I, that's how I think it was like a little bit intrusive. That's right. Um, I agree. Yeah. That's why I feel it was a little bit intrusive because if it was like from one of ours, kind of was just like, oh, okay, well, it's coming from Lucia's account. I don't know. That's- yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there was like a little intrusive moment, especially mm-hmm. with the comments on the videos. That yeah. I, that's why I agree with you. He literally with- had to like type it out. Yes. Like- Dude, like you're the boyfriend, like yeah, uh, yeah. It it, uh. it it was a little sus. I was like, like boy, come on, come yeah. on, like yeah. And also, like Leva said, like uh, it's it's you know, you guys have your Instagram as your um, you know, business wow. card. Yeah. So when you are attacked on something, you know that somehow it's going to be you know people are gonna relate that to what you are doing. So I yeah. agree on that level. Yeah. Another messy moment though. Happened in the latest episode because that one oh. was messy, and we're gonna talk about <laughs> it because I hate 
peanut butter. I can't stand the smell, can't stand the taste. <laughs> and now it changed the whole story. The whole I, scene? Well, and I know okay. you were shocked. <laughs> yes, because just like you, A, I really don't like peanut butter also. So let's start from there. I only, I just recently started taking it, well, like not taking it, but like in, um, incorporating it in my meals when I have it in my energy balls, you know? So, and even then I don't really use it because Lucas school is a peanut free school. So let's start from that kind of sort of. <laughs> and then my first reaction was just like, it's just so sticky. And what if a peanut goes in the urethra? Literally, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and like, then on top of that, now they're definitely not going to let that slide. Your mama's going to see this. Like your mom is going to see this. I yes. personally, I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> that information about my child. TMI. TMI. <laughs> and then, and then she goes to say, and it wasn't like I did a corn dog out of it. What the hell? What the hell, Emmy? I <laughs> love you know that. Um, that's that's 100% Emmy. I, I was like, it better be creamy because the crunchy one has nuts and that <laughs> probably not so, doesn't feel so great. Trust me. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it feel like it would still scratch the shaft. <laughs> um question I, part of that scene we know that grace was taking selfies yeah in the middle of this of the whole big blow how do you react watching it how do you react when because you were present i was just like so shook i was sitting next to her and we were just kind of like at first like church like really like what was going on and then when she just busts out the camera i was just like this is so grace this is so grace at this very moment, like, I don't know what the hell or care about what's going on. Hola, mommy. <laughs> I was like, there, let's get a shout out to mommy. <laughs> Thank and you for joining, so, Luisa. Thank you so much. Everybody. Um, <laughs> and so I told, I, I, that was just a grace moment. And just leaving it as the closing out scene, I was like, that was perfect. That was perfect. Like the producers definitely know what they're doing, but that was definitely authentically her. And what, what the hell was she taking selfie for, you know, for collection? <laughs> Collecting the moments. Remember they were talking about peanut butter? And here I am. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh, that's the another thing about Grace. Her It doesn't make sense sometimes when she was talking about dairy and non-dairy stuff. I guess this is a new post about peanut butter. It's like, it's all about food with, when it comes to grace. I know, I know. I guess it makes sense in the food and bev industry. We just eat. But, <laughs> I guess. And um, what do you think about, you know, talking about this scene? Mm -hmm. And what what's your opinion about the whole, um, you know, Reagan and bradley situation what's your take on it i mean okay, you don't have to so, spill any tea on it but what do you think because jonah said either way i don't know <laughs> that's right so um bradley is my very very great friend i am the closest one to him well i'm the he's the closest one well we're the closest i would say um and reagan i'm really good friends with her like we work out together she comes to support me to my form classes and she's just a great human being and when I heard that, I was just like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> that was my first time hearing that, too. But, I mean, I just left it at that. I don't ask. I don't tell. Like, I don't ask. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. I can't, I can't be I can't be culpable, you know? That's right. I can't yeah. be held. <laughs> I honestly was watching the episode. And in that moment, I'm thinking, I mean... 
I'm not sure if they did it or not. I'm not 100% sure. I don't yes. I'm not I don't have the information for it, but if if in this world actually happened, I don't blame Reagan because Bradley is an extremely good-looking man. That's, Bradley that's what I'm is saying. very attractive, and he is even when he was doing the push-ups on the boat in that scene. I was like, "Damn, Bradley, look at your chest! <laughs> look at these muscles just popping!" Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's going to be fighting right uh, in yes, April 6th in the Colin Charles in the TD Arena. Um, there's a charity event for MUSC, one of the local hospitals, great hospitals here that they have. And it's such a great cause. And Will will also be fighting by thinking they're two different teams and, I, of course, two different um, weight classes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's go to a quick rapid fire round. Let's go for it. <laughs> let's go for it because we're going to have fun with this one. Uh, first one, most dramatic. Grace. Ooh. Uh, who, I mean, obviously you said that you are the closest with Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. Bradley, when I need to just like, we talk to each other, we just get a little kick in the ass. You know, we go to work out also. And then Mia, when she is fearless and when I need a kick in the ass, you know, and I'm like, hi, Mia, let me, let me figure this out with you. Let's talk this out. And so, yeah, those are my top two bays. <laughs> Most likely to stir the pot. Stir the pot will, will. Ooh, the, the, uh, the, the, the party animal of the group. The party animal, Emmy, for sure. Emmy will go from drinking to doing, clearly you saw doing headstands. <laughs> but that's literally on the regular. That's on the regular. That's on the regular. I love that. <laughs> when the regular she's drinking, you know? <laughs> Your favorite Grace Lilaism. Oh, it's Wavy Baby. Yes. <laughs> you know I did not know. That there, okay. <laughs> there was an actual song. Yes. And, yes. and my fellow uh, podcaster, the Bravo Bottoms, Bravo tagged Bottoms me on it. it. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is my Grammy. Yes, production was like, you can't say that. And Grace was like, that's my song. <laughs> and we were like, let's get, okay. And we just all started chiming. And so hopefully it's like a blooper. <laughs> I, it's too funny. I love it. Um, if Lucia can bring anyone from any other show, any Bravo lab, to make a special appearance, who would you bring? I would definitely bring Titi Alexia and my friend Dr. Nicole Martin, both my little cubanitas. And definitely I'll bring them to Sarsana Yemesu on that Thursday. We'll eat, we'll go work out. We're boy moms, so I love that. And just like hear about their experience, you know? And then have their time to shine on set and be with the monks, our wildness. I would definitely take them on a boat. Well, well, on a yacht, for sure. <laughs> I would love a baby. We need to pull off the red carpet. <laughs> I am obsessed with your answer because I'm a big Alexia boy. I love her. <laughs> I have a, such a great story from BravoCon, but I will share that with you when we, I meet you in person. Because, okay, okay. Um, on February 3rd. That's right. And last but not least, uh -huh. your favorite memory from filming the show? My favorite memory was at Lake Norman when we were at the campfire. You only got to hear three stories, but oh, we all discussed like what was opportunity and what we wanted to close that gap. And I honestly forgot my answer, 
but <laughs> but it was such a vulnerable, beautiful moment, and it stayed there. <laughs> so that's that. my favorite moment, and like just being in that atmosphere. And I would never be at a NASCAR race because it's very um, blanquito. <laughs> I did record the scenes, you know, I did record like the cars because my Lucas is obsessed, obsessed with cars. So I'm glad I got to record that live for him and we still replay it. But um, yeah, that was like Lake Norman, NASCAR were my favorite memories while filming. Honestly, that scene uh, by the fire pit was one of my favorite too, because oh, it felt yeah. so vulnerable. It yes. felt real. It felt like... Uh, in that moment, you you realize that you guys are true friends. Like yes. you guys have been working together. You got you you guys are not just a cast. You guys are friends. Yeah. So that scene showed us. I'm happy that you mentioned that um Good. that as a memory. Anything that you want to add to the moment? Anything that I want to add? Definitely tune in to the last two episodes um on Monday nights at nine or streaming on Peacock on Tuesday morning. And yes. follow me on Instagram, Sunshine Lou One Three. And Sunshine Lou one three on Twitter. Um, everything else, holler at me. Just slide in my DMs. Let me know what you want, and I can't wait. Hopefully, we get season two. You know, um, we don't know actually, but um, I'm so thankful for this opportunity, Eddie. I'm so thankful for you. Gracias, bebe. And honestly. <laughs> I'm telling, I'm saying this out loud. If you guys don't get a season two, I'm rioting. So Bravo, Please. be ready. I'm gonna be camping outside your uh, headquarters, and I'll be ready to riot. Because, public, that's our headquarters. <laughs> because honestly, you guys, you guys are, uh, in my personal opinion, in my humble opinion as a viewer and as somebody who has been watching Bravo for a very long time, you guys are the newest best show on Bravo. The Thanks. best cast that. Brown has given us in a very long time. And if didn't, I mean, honestly, I'm here for season two already. And everybody who's watching is ready. Thank you so much, Lucia, for being here. I am so happy that we got to do this. And you are my first guest of 2023. Thank you so much for oh, bringing the sunshine you. and the shade today on Martinis with Eddie. Hasta. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, you guys, you have... You you hear you, you got it. I'm still here, starstruck. I'm like it, it was an amazing experience to finally talk to Lucia and bring you guys all the tea directly from somebody from the show. And trust me, when I say I'm going to make sure that I get you more more tea from Salt Hospitality. I'm hoping to bring more cast members here and talk and have more akiki. And also, I'll be going to Charleston in. About two weeks, three weeks in February, February 3rd to the 6th. And I'm probably going to be seeing them down there, having a good time with them. And I will bring you all the memories and share them here on Martini with Eddie. You know where to find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube as Martini with Eddie. And please give a follow and a subscribe, a subscribe to my podcast. Leave a rate. You know, it's important to show me some love too, you guys. Uh, I will see you guys later. Have a great day, you guys. Bye, besties.